Hey, Kenzie, you know what bothers me? What, Casey? Terrible intro music. Oh, bother! Alrighty, everybody, and welcome to Oh, Bother! I don't know what episode it's we're episode on. It's episode 12. Uh, episode, One, two, coming at you. This episode... I thought about that. This episode might be uploaded before episode 11 because I want this to stay topical. And so things might be a little screwy this week. I gotta tell you, everybody. Also, Apologies. episode 11 was a little bit... A little bit risque. I don't know. It was just a long time ago, too. We've it been was, busy. I remember it being risque. I don't know if it was risque. It was just... It was it, it was, was just, meaty. It was a juicy topic. I honestly don't even remember. I remember I it, and I was like, I'm embarrassed for this to be uploaded. Like, genuinely. maybe it won't be. Maybe we'll just skip to this one. And no, we'll it's fine. I, I think <laughs> I think the people need to know. I don't I don't remember what I said. There'll be secret number eleven. If you want to hear it, you have to pay us twenty dollars. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Okay, <laughs> that's the Patreon content or whatever. Yes. Anyway, everybody. So this week we have a we have a special guest on the podcast this week. So my name's Casey. My name's Kenzie. And we're joined by our friend Kyle, who is our very first ever, like, male guest that we have on the podcast. It's a giant leap for mankind to be on here. Thank you very much. Nice. Welcome. Yes. Welcome, welcome. We're very inclusive. Mm, yes. Here at Obother. <laughs> you know, white guys were just having a tough break. No? <laughs> <laughs> um, we help when we can, man. <laughs> Anyway, so I think, you know, our main topic's probably going to keep us talking for a while, so let's go ahead and get into it. Let's get into our baby bothers of the week, so we can get going. Kenzie, what's yours? Oh, do I have to start because I wouldn't tell you what it was before? No, I've just kind of already forgotten what mine was. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, no, I remember mine now. I remember mine. But okay. Whatever, yeah, you can go. So, we talked about this in the last podcast, but... Like, that may not be uploaded. So, I recently moved in with Casey and her other roommate, Molly. And we had we had a small situation just go down. Um, there was a glass on one of our coffee tables. Yes, we have multiple. We're doing well. Um, Kenzie brought all the so coffee tables. <laughs> My parents are proud. They bought me one of them. Um, actually, they bought me both. Whoa. Um, anywho... Um, there was a glass on one of those coffee tables and it was there for a good three, four, five days. I don't know. It's been a long week. And I assumed that it was one of their glasses of water. It was full of water. Like someone had taken maybe one sip out of it and just left it there. And we all had quite a, quite an exchange over whose water glass that was. And I'm sure it wasn't mine. Like, I, and I am 100% sure it was Kenzie's. <laughs> I, and they turned on me so fast. I was like, honest to God, I did not pour that glass of water. I have a hydro flask that I bring with me everywhere. And they both, they both turned on me. And I think at the end of the day, like, we had a party earlier this week. And, like, I think someone just poured themselves a glass of water and left it there. But it, it's funny to me that... Or it bother, Well, the main thing that bothers me is that I was so out of it this week that there's a possibility that I did pour that glass of water, take one sip out of it, and then totally forget about it. And that scares the bejesus out of me. 
You know, I have a similar story about something like that happening to me. So when I was in college, I worked in my campus dining hall part-time, you know, like 10 hours a week, one of those kind of jobs. And I worked uh, in the dish room with one of my cousins, my cousin Annie, and it's her birthday today. She doesn't listen to this, but like, <laughs> happy birthday, Annie. Anyway, happy birthday, Annie. <laughs> anyways, so we uh, were working one day and like, there was a certain place that you put the plates, you put the plates in the dish rack. Then, then there was like this tall sort of like blue rack where we would put like pots and pans, like bigger items. Anyway, at one point we were stacking the clean plates and we look around and we see one plate in the blue rack. Now, one of us had to have put it in there. Like, we're just so out of it. One of us had to put it in there, but neither of us knows which one it was. And it's one of those, and like, neither of us had any memory of doing that, but it had to have been one of us. And it was one of those things that we just talked about for years. Like, remember the plate? Who put that plate there? It's the whole thing. So yeah. sometimes you do stuff like that and you just forget. The scariest thing in the world is human memory. <laughs> I just know I <laughs> I just know it wasn't my glass because I never I never drink water out of glasses. So I learned like twenty new people's names this week at work and I can't remember pouring that glass of water. <laughs> and I'm so scared about what my brain has been doing. Well, yeah, your brain's those, remembering those 20 Im- people, important things. <laughs> is that important? Is that more important than the logistics of my life? <laughs> I feel like SpongeBob, when he becomes a waiter, and Squidward tells him to empty his mind to only remember waitstaff details. That's how I feel about learning. The place where we work hired 80 new people, and I'm, for some reason, determined to learn all of their names. And I am Spongebob. <laughs> What's your baby bother? <laughs> so I guess, yeah, that's a good platform for me to talk about mine because I, mine is about work. Um, so I think we've already established in like on our podcast that we work in sort of a, you know, we don't like to get too specific, but we do work in sort of a, a touristy area, a uh, touristy department. And uh, today at work, we had a bunch of, you know, people lined up waiting to go back to uh, their to the parking lot essentially we have to drive them over there and they were in line outside in the hot sun and we had this fan that was pointed at them to to help keep them cool (laughs) one of our supervisors came over to where the fan was (laughs) and and pointed it in a different direction (laughs) pointed in a different direction away from the people who were standing in in the sun HR about this? I don't even know like what. (laughs) It went from benefiting everyone to benefiting no one. And it is so funny, but it was it's also so bothersome because one of the people looked at me and was like, what is he doing? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. And I couldn't move it back because this fan is so heavy. So heavy. I physically am unable. So this Got our supervisor who is stronger than me put the fan in a stupid position, and you I could call an ambassador. Well, it's a human rights issue, and we're gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Maybe that's someone... not a baby bother, that's the whole podcast. Maybe someone, <laughs> how is that person in charge of us? <laughs> it's a question I ask myself every week uh, how is this person in charge of us? <laughs> I'd be swaying like a pig out there. <laughs> Anyway, so that was that was my baby bother. Our supervisor turned a fan away from hot people so he could point into nothing. Can't today. wait to see reviews for this. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> That's okay. so funny. Um, anyway. Anywho. Let's go ahead and move on to Kyle. What's your little bother of the week? Well, in the past couple of months, there's been articles circling around the internet that people are a little offended by Mr. Porky Pig. Porky Pig's an iconic figure in my book. But people are a little mad that, um, kind of offended about his stutter. They think it's offensive to people that have stutters. And personally, there's times where I feel like I have a little stutter or whatnot. I feel like my brain's going faster than my mouth or whatnot. But if I had a stutter, I would look up to Mr. Porky Pig as a hero. Um, however, people are just being offended by that. I think the one thing we should be offended about Porky Pig is he's a fat Hollywood exec walking <laughs> around with no pants. That's so a good is point. the real That's problem. my bother. <laughs> so your bother... Can we extend that to the fact that a lot of famous characters don't wear pants? Yeah, Donald Duck wears his pants after his pants. 80 plus years. Who's, a, who's not offended by that? I am. I mean, but how would a duck even wear pants? I'd rather he just be fully naked. Like, somehow that'd be less offensive to me. But if it was just the hat, that'd be so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> so much worse. I guess my only concern... With maybe, you know, like Porky Pig is an yeah. iconic, enduring character, but was the reason he stuttered originally, wasn't the stutter something people were supposed to be laughing at? Mm. That's a good thing to bring up. Um, but yeah. Like, was, I mean, that's maybe, good. Wait, yeah. were we supposed to laugh at that? I could. I, it'd be I one thing if he was created as a character for like people with stutters to identify with, which could be his like modern interpretation. I like, think it, but... if I was friends with Daffy Duck, I would be intimidated and be scared to know what to say next because he would always spin it the wrong way or whatnot. So yeah. I think that's a good way of him stuttering. But I don't know. Yeah, for the intentions to make him seem weak or whatnot, but. It's iconic. I've ever seen Porky Pig. Like a blah, 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 blah. That's all, folks. That's iconic. Yeah, I've only seen him in that. I might get a tattoo Is he of that. in the cartoons? Porky Pig? Yeah. Of course he's Does he have, like, a plot? I don't remember him at all. Oh, he's... He's in the Porky I haven't watched Looney Tunes in, like... You should do yourself a favor. Turn on some Looney Tunes. Where would I find them? <laughs> I find them all the time. Just, like, you know, they're I all... I feel like I'm surrounded by them. Dude... Do libraries still rent out DVDs? They do. I rent out a lot of uh, Wong Kar Wai movies from the library. Okay. Totally free. Um, I have some follow-up questions for that. Mm, like what? 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 One of my favorite <laughs> movies is Chungking Express, oh, right. directed no, by no. Wong Kar Wai. Um, he's directed many movies, and like from a critical standpoint... Um, you know, critics love him. Like, like uh, his other movie, In the Mood for Love, is consistently in the top ten of the British Film Institute Sight and Sound poll that they do every ten years. It's like usually like I think number six or something like that. So, but it's very difficult to get a hold of any of his movies, including In the Mood for Love. Like, they're on no streaming platforms except they used to be on like Filmstruck, but they aren't. That's a, like R.I.P. They might be on the Criterion Channel now, but it's just you know very difficult to get a hold of them. But you can go rent like the DVDs from the libraries, which is pretty cool. So that way, I've seen In the Mood for Love, and I've seen Fallen Angels, and uh, Happy Together, 
and um, 2046. All great. Love Wong Kar Wai. Name three more. Um, well, ones I have. Well, I've seen my Blueberry Nights. That's his only English language movie. It has a star studded cast. Don't recommend it. Watch it with friends though, because it's hilarious how bad it is. Um, <laughs> another ones I want to watch Days of Being Wild. That's one I want to go check out from the library. Um, you want me to name one more? Uh, the Grand Master. Uh, that's streamable. I I've never heard these. any of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only time I've used sarcasm this week, and you did not pick up on it at all you said name three more so i did i was i was kidding i thought it was a challenge that's how i took it kind of both i don't know how to use sarcasm and i accepted it yeah i I will name all the movies directed or by one of my favorite directors (laughs) he's making a new one yeah anyway everybody watch chunky express when you get the chance it's amazing she's wearing a casablanca shirt right now yeah yeah I asked for this for Christmas. Did you, listeners, did you even know they made those? Anywho. Casablanca's the fandom you didn't know you could be a part of. One time I ordered like a special edition of Casablanca, like a box set. And it's in, in the box, it came with like a little passport cover that says Casablanca I on it. No, okay. Yeah, lunch, I and a bunch that. of okay. little postcards, yeah. right? They were cool, yeah. It's pretty cool I, stuff. I guess that's cool. It was pretty like inexpensive. 75th yeah. anniversary. Yeah, it's great. I fell asleep watching it, but in a good way. Does that make sense? I feel like sometimes you fall asleep a lot yeah. when we're talking to you anyway. So. <laughs> I always fall asleep. Anyway, let's move on from let's talking about <laughs> talking about beautiful, artful, classic auteur cinema and move on to the other end of the spectrum. Hey! Reality television. Hey! Well, I, I love it, too. I love both okay, things fine. a lot. Like, I'm fine. not... <laughs> fine. I love reality TV. Yeah, someone in this room does not like the show. Wait, did you enjoy that show that we just watched? You know, I've only seen. So yeah, let's let's just talk about what we're talking about right here. We're going to be talking about the Bachelorette this episode, Bachelorette Brothers, and we're approaching it from three different sides. Right, Kenzie has seen many seasons of The Bachelorette or and wait, The Bachelor wait. and Bachelor in Paradise. How did I become experienced on that? Well, wait. you're more you've seen more than we have. I've only seen a few seasons. I'm um, definitely no expert. Although I I am very invested, and then Kyle has seen two, two and episodes. a half episodes, two and a half episodes, or wait, one and a half episodes. Yeah, oh. that was my first full one. What was the first one? You I watched? went all the way tonight with the Bachelorette. <laughs> for fantasy appropriate, suite. yeah, appropriate for fantasy sweet week. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what was the first one you watched? Um, God, it feels like two weeks ago, but I feel like when they when they ended that episode, I thought. Stuff that hap- that ended up happening tonight, I thought that was like that next week. It was not. It wasn't. Yeah. I guess there was like, they were off hometowns. a week or something, or hometowns or whatever. Yeah. So I was a little thrown off. Yeah, that's the thing about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is they do this whole coming soon thing. And it, they never say next week, or sometimes they do. But generally that what they say is coming up on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And then it shows you just stuff from the entire season. Well, yeah. just like love and relationships for me. It's very confusing. So... That's one of, honestly, my, to start us off, that's one of my uh, things that bothers me about The Bachelorette is they don't have enough footage. Okay, let me defend that for a second. (laughs) I think that The Bachelor franchise is meant to be a different, like, they're approaching it the same way that ESPN approaches football. So we're watching it, you know, like we're watching these dates on the field and then they have instant replay. That's the way I think about it. 
It does. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Sometimes when I feel like it, I feel like I'm watching a sport. It is a, a sporting event. There's a lot of buildup. And then, you know, when they finally, like, the thing that you've been waiting for all season <laughs> finally happens. Like, like for anyone who see, saw last season of The Bachelor with Colton, wait, he, they teased him jumping that fence all season. And honestly, like... It got to the point where, like, this can't be worth it. But, like, we have to keep watching to see it. And when it finally happened, it was like, I don't know, like, our team had won the Super Bowl. Right. And we were, like, in the in the stadium with them, like, about to leap onto the field. It was honestly this amazing moment. We were like, yes! Yes! He jumped the fence! He did it! I well, And I don't nice. watch sports, but I feel like that's, like, the equivalent of it. That kind of joy. I do watch <laughs> sports. And that's, yeah... I never really seen much of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. What was what do you think of it? Well, you were right about the build up. Um, there's a lot of build up for the show. The way I see this series is there's people that love it, mm-hmm. and there's people that love watching it just to laugh at it. I feel like I'm the one that's laughing at it, but this time I was just drawn to it more. I never experienced the fantasy suites. <laughs> Why does it need to be fantasy? Why can't it be sci-fi? I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, I don't know. Um, There was just a guy on there still that I thought was going to be gone the first episode I watched. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're still there. So that's what drew me in to watch again. Because I'm like, how is he going to get out of here? I mean, the whole thing with Luke P. Luke P, man. This episode, I finally realized why he stayed that long. Mm Because I thought it was like some... Some producer telling her that she had to yeah. keep him. But once she said, he's the best kisser I've ever experienced, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's why he's there. Like, viewers at home don't have any kind of scope on that. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it more, and I was like, man, it's really creepy that I know this much about strangers on television. Oh, it's very unsettling. It's very unsettling that I know now that he was the best kisser out of all of them. I don't... Yeah, it's very visceral. So, and I love reality TV. Yeah, but like what? Uh, I would call like Home Improvement shows reality. No, those are not. Are you kidding me? They have built up House Hunters or you know? Yeah, when they rent not reality television. No, not House Hunter. uh, Oh, that's not Home Improvement. Home Improvement. I got like stuff that builds up. Like there's this guy that does this show about restoring stuff. Yeah. And like I love the whole build up of stuff. It's like they lift the carpet up and it's like, whoa, we got a problem. And then it cuts. You (laughs) know, I love that. I live for that. I mean, like HGTV to me is its own separate category of like that's its own thing. Like a reality TV to me is like Kardashians, Bachelor, Real Housewives. I can't handle those serious stuff. I think there's a difference between there's, like you think that's serious? Yeah, reality well, TV and like competition shows and like other yeah. things. Yeah, there's, there's people like there's the Kardashians, like oh my god, Kanye did this. That's not serious. Whereas TV, I prefer on USA, there's um, there's two shows that are just like they're just silly. These people are silly. They're from <laughs> Wait, the south. USA? Yeah, USA has a reality TV show. Wait, what are they called? They're called the Radkeys. And they're called Chrisley Knows Best. I love Chrisley Knows Best. My mom... He just goes around saying, snitch, snitch. <laughs> watches so much reality TV. And she listens to this because this is reality. Um, but... You should be so proud. Stupid. Um, 
Yeah, no. Whenever I'm home, she always like has Teen Mom on in the background and Teen Mom. Teen Mom. Yeah, it's it's still on the air, and my yeah. mom still watches it. And she has one friend who she discusses it with. What's for like you know we have a wide scope of yeah. 15 dedicated listeners who listen to this podcast and they may or may not watch The Bachelor. So let's just go ahead and talk about what we watched this oh, yeah. episode. So so we, we were watching The Bachelorette and the, the Bachelorette on the season is a girl named Hannah B. She was in last season of The Bachelor with Colton uh, and she... You know, she was very insecure and unsure of herself when she was on The Bachelor with Colton, but she's really come into her own on The Bachelorette, and she's, you know, sort of defined herself as, like, uh, both, you know, this, like, Southern Belle pageant queen, who's also very feminist, knows how to stand up for herself. Yeah. And, uh, like, I actually really admire her now. Like, I wasn't sure about her to start out the season. Now, I like, actually, I really, like, like her as a this person on TV. Anyway, so this episode that we just watched was uh, the, the fantasy suite episode. We were down to four guys. Peter, the pilot. Sweet baby-faced little Peter. Who I've seen in real life. Oh, yeah. Kenzie saw him uh, in passing. Can I uh, talk about this? Can, can I just yeah. Yeah, go, go tell you about all okay. the others? So, uh, so Peter, the pilot. Sweet baby-faced little Peter. Uh, he's, he's a nice one. Then you have Tyler, the perfect man. <laughs> uh, he... Yeah, first, when we started the season, you know, we, there was something about him. Like, we, we were, we were like, uh, he seemed kind of dumb. And then we realized, no, 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 no. He's very emotionally sensitive. He has multiple times made these, these very, like, off the cuff, amazing speeches to Hannah that are like, you know, affirmations of, like, both his love for her, his respect for her boundaries, and the fact that he acknowledges that she is, like, a strong, independent woman, woman who sometimes, you know, needs someone to take care of her. Like, he's always, he's, he's a very good one. Then you have Jed, who, honestly, he's a musician that we probably would all really like, if not for the fact that, you know, online rumors have been swirling about the fact that he has a girlfriend that he left behind when he went on the show, and uh, and then also he cheated on her at some point. Lots of bad things about Jed uh, uh, going on online now. So like no one likes him anymore. Uh, but then there was Luke P. Now Luke P. has been a psycho from the beginning. Oh yeah. He told her he told Hannah that he loved her like right out of the gate, and he's not been uh, he has not respected the process of the show. Nope. He doesn't respect the other guys, nope. and he's also. Uh, very Christian to the point that um, it's it's almost like he doesn't understand what show he went on. And it really came to a head today in the Fantasy Suites episode. Uh, anyone want to talk about what happened with Luke today? <laughs> um, Luke told her... They enjoyed the helicopter ride. <laughs> they, they enjoyed a lovely helicopter ride together. To Jurassic Park. Uh... <laughs> and then he was just like... If you had sex with these other men, then I'd like to leave. And then she told him to leave. See, and I then feel he like... didn't want to leave. Because he was the last guy in line. So with the fantasy suites, like, okay, I personally, I don't like the concept of the fantasy suites. I think it's kind of creepy. It's totally creepy. <laughs> but... Well, the creepiest thing about it is that at the end of their day date, they get a note from Chris Harrison that says, if you'd like to forgo your separate rooms, enjoy this fantasy suite. And it has like a room key that Chris Harrison has blessed. And it's very creepy to me. Yeah, it's very it's very creepy. But it did lead <laughs> to like, I think some of the best content we've had this season where yeah. Hannah was like, 
Newsflash, not only have I had sex before, I've had sex with other guys on this show. And you know what? You can't tell me what to do with my body. Did and she you know, really say that she had sex twice in a windmill? She did, That's yeah. That's disgusting to me. Like, I'm a pretty bold person. Like, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it for you. But, like, I don't think I would stare at a guy I was dating and be like, yeah, I had sex twice in a windmill. Like, oh, no, that's... she said that, I think she said that to the camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So in, like, a though, talking head like, interview. Uh, that's weird to be, like, on camera and just be like, yeah, we banged twice in a windmill. Like, I don't, ugh. I don't. Well, I mean, what that's else are you going to do in a windmill? <laughs> I, okay, first of all, the <laughs> fantasy tweet, the fantasy suites weirded me out because her first one with Peter, who is, I think, the best guy on the show, was in a windmill, which, Mm -hmm. you know, not great. Then the second one with Tyler was in a boat, which looked like a nightmare. There were waves crashing (laughs) into it. It was bobbing back and forth. I was like, I'd be sick on that boat. And then after that, the sweets got better with the shitty guys. Hey, words. With With the bad, the weird, the sweets got better with the cruddy guys and yeah it didn't make sense to me i agree with you with the whole like it's really weird to like look at a camera and like talk about something that intimate and personal but at the same time if some guy was shaming you for that like that would make me want to just say something out of spite too like well i would say it to his face i think yeah like it's true yeah it just i don't know she she was he was slut shaming her and so she was, and then she, that was her way of like embracing her identity, I think. Yeah. By just like getting almost too explicit, <laughs> like telling us too much. But I mean, I like, can respect that to a degree in the situation. You have I, to think if he, because this show's been on, I don't know, like at least 15 years, 20 right? 20 years. 20 years. 20 now. years. 2000, right? Congratulations. And yeah. Survivor, uh, man. Survivor, man. <laughs> Um, Survivor's a but little yeah, bit classier. These people know either they're just doing it for ratings, but they know this is going to happen. There's going to be the time in the final four where they're going to get the fantasy suites. Yeah, she's going to be testing the waters, right? And for him to get offended like that, it's like, well, dude, you're on this show. You know it's going to happen. Have you never? It bugs me when like the guys seem like they've never seen the show before. Because if I were going to go on this show, I would research and make plans. That's why I almost like, I love Tyler, but it's almost like he trained for the show. He always says the perfect thing. You know what? Maybe that's what bothers me about him. Because I know there's something off to me about Tyler. See, like, he, he, see, there's nothing off to me about him. Like, when I say he's trained, I joke. Because honestly, whenever I watch him say anything, like, it just seems like the most genuine thing I've ever seen in my life. Which I think is why I like him so much. He doesn't seem like, a re- like, he's on reality TV. Okay, so, I don't, I don't get the Tyler thing. But I'm happy that you feel this way about someone. So I saw Peter. At Scoops of Hoy. <laughs> at Whole Foods. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, but at Whole Foods, where I see most of my famous people. And I didn't know what to say to him, because at first, like, I saw him, and I was like, that dude looks familiar. And then I walked past him, and I realized, and I screamed. I think it was silent, because no one reacted in a grocery store with me screaming. I think it was, like, a silent, like, an ah! Like, yeah. And then... I ran back to my car, and then 
I parked in the parking lot and I ran into work to find Casey. Like I sprinted and I don't run a lot. <laughs> I don't like, and I didn't even get winded or anything because it was like this weird power came through me and I was like, they're in town, they're in town. And yeah, I was like, I have to tell Casey that Tyler might be here. And then she was like, how do you know that it's not just Peter because he lives in the area? No, no, I said, no, no, you told me <laughs> Peter was there. I fully believed you. And then I asked I asked one of our supervisors of the day, like, a permission to leave <laughs> so I can go track down Wait, one of really? the guys you from did? The Bachelorette. I mean, I was kidding, but like, and then one of my other bosses was like, you know, it's all, or no, because I was like, there's this one guy who's like the perfect man. And then one of the, our other supervisors was like, you know, it's all scripted, right? I'm like, listen, I, I don't need your negativity right now. Which boss? Scott. It would be him. Um, <laughs> Joe actually saw me run in and he made fun of me. Oh, yeah. Well. I saw that too. Yeah, a lot of people saw me, and I don't. I don't run like a normal. I was doing my job, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We all don't run like a normal person, so I don't. I don't know if that had any bearing on that. But so I guess we could talk about some of the things that do bother us about the bench because I think there are some decent things to point out. Like one of my big things is that I feel like the show has enough interesting content. For a good hour of television. Yeah. And what they do instead is they stretch it out to a very thin two hours. And I'm not a fan of that. And a few weeks ago, I think it was episode six, what they did was they had an episode for like the first hour where stuff was happening. And then in the second hour, they just like did a recap of the entire season. Like, it is episode six. We don't, we know what's happened. We just watched it. They even showed clips from the episode we had just been watching. It was maddeningly frustrating. And everybody agrees with it. And yet, we still keep watching the show so they can get away with stuff like that. And that's bothersome. I think this show is designed to be watched while you're getting, like, blackout drunk. That's what I'm convinced because they repeat things so many times that you would have to be constantly blacking out. I think some of these people on the show are blacking out. Oh, for sure. They'd have to be. Okay, so (laughs) do you want me to read off my bachelor bothers? Yeah, you go for it. Okay, so my main one. Good Lord, is that your Christmas list? (laughs) (laughs) It just says trip to Greece. (laughs) I just want to go to all the places they go and have have a man buy me. Pretty dresses in a room. That's sometimes their date is they just go to a room and the bachelor buys them dresses. Honestly, I would love a date like that. <laughs> but it's weird to watch on television. I um, Maybe. Well, that one time they did in the last season when that girl bought all those dresses, I was like, I'm a fan of this. And then I was online and like, not a lot of people were a fan of it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that KitchenAid mixer, boys. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. <laughs> okay, so my main bother with The Bachelor, which I think is a personal problem, <laughs> is that at the beginning, there are just way too many similar looking people. Bingo. They always cast the same looking white people. Like, they always look almost identical, whether it's men or women, and they all have the same names, so they have, like, last initials like it's second grade 
And it's just very confusing and overwhelming for me after a long day at work to memorize names of similar looking white people. Um, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of Southern people. There's a lot yeah, of Southern yeah, people. She's from the South, too. There's also right? a yeah. lot of people from California. Yeah. Which is odd for me to point out because I want to apply to be on The Bachelor. <laughs> but that's a separate issue. It is a lot of people who live in the Los yeah. Angeles area and a lot of people from the South. Like, Right. That makes sense. You don't see a lot of people from like the Pacific Northwest. Arizona. They should Never. have more twists on the show, too. Like next year, since it's going to be Bachelor have a guy that's working here in America, but he needs to get married. He's from Canada. He's got <laughs> oh. that green card. So it's like, you know, he has to. Oh, the that's... risk is real. Yeah. I, to be honest, I feel like that is an actual plot of a very trashy show that has actually existed. 90 Day Fiance? No, I think there's like an actual, like there was a uh, show that did not last very long where it was like someone trying to get like a green card. Yeah, married at first sight. I don't know. No, I think that's like a completely different thing oh. where it's like now there was a there was a show where the concept was this person needs to stay in the country. So they're looking for someone to marry. Oh, OK. So speaking of 90 Day Fiance, if you watch the show, um, I have a friend named Stephanie B who would like to talk to you about it because she's been dying to find someone to talk to 90 to about 90 Day Fiance back to The Bachelor. Um, so here's my PSA you don't know any of our last names but go find Stephanie B (laughs) B as in boy (laughs) Um, B as in bride no B as in bachelorette yes Um, so my next bother is that they always have these really weird meals in very fancy rooms with lots of candles and no one ever eats the food or talks about the food I think they're not supposed to eat the food. Like, I've read... I've, yeah. I, I See, I have a friend who... Then why is it there? <laughs> why is it... Why is it? That's a great question. But I do have a friend who knows someone who was a PA on The Bachelor for yeah. a while. Ooh. And that was a... That's like a thing is they aren't supposed to eat the food. It, see, that makes sense because of the whole continuity thing. But why? Why, why do they have to have food? Yeah, why don't they just sit at an empty table? It just looks, it always gets cold in or front of Or a bread bowl would be nice, you know, just there. Just a red bowl? No, a bread bowl. Like, oh, you know, a just, bread bowl. You don't need, like, a plate full of food, but just a nice little... Yeah, bowl. I'm trying to think of reasons, like, continuity. Also, like, it just doesn't look good when you're, like, eating and trying no, to have I, a serious conversation. If I become uh, the bachelorette, I will eat on the show. Even if they tell me not to. But yeah. then maybe they make you do stuff over again, and, like, that That's how so you know they're not actors or actresses. Struggling actors and actresses would be all over that food. These are the real deal. <laughs> They're well fed. These people are not hungry, so they can't be actors or actresses. Yeah, actors are always hungry. They're definitely not writers. Me um, as the bachelorette, like, well, if you're not going to let me eat this food, we're going to stop at a McDonald's before we get to this date. Boom. <laughs> that would be a fantasy suite. Get me Taco Bell now. Fantasy sweet There's and a lot of sour product. chicken. Product placement <laughs> this podcast, yeah. What? A lot of product placement. Yeah. Taco Bell. Did we talk about Taco Bell? She we just said Taco give Bell. Give me my Taco Bell. Oh. No. Think um, outside the bun. Taco Bell. There's a place in Newport Beach where you can get a Baja Breeze slushy with rum in it. It's the Taco Bell Cantina. It looks like a really yes. fancy Taco Bell. Now, that's what bothers me. 
What? You can't go a single Taco Bell visit without having rub. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think my anti-bother is actually that you can get rum in your Taco Bell freeze. And we just got to the anti Are we Are we rum. wrapping up The Bachelor? Oh, I, have, I have one more bother about The Bachelor. Go, go for it. You're not going to like it. I realize why I don't like Tyler. Why? He says like a lot. Oh, I mm. can't say that sometimes. I say like all the time. I do too. No, you don't. Like I you find myself, but I try not to. Him. Listen, he is... I accept him. But the <laughs> biggest thing is. I'm bothered about with The Bachelor is Chris Harrison. And I want to mm. talk about why. Because it's not him personally. It's his involvement in the show. I, I can elaborate on that after you're done, yeah. He, if you've never seen the show, then there... If you've seen five minutes of the show, then you know that at the end of every rose ceremony, he walks out unprompted and says, ladies, or he goes, gentlemen, Hannah, this is the final rose. (laughs) And then, like, it's like, we all know it's the final rose, Chris. We're not idiots. And also, he's, he's gone for most of the show. He doesn't do anything other than the rose ceremonies and the beginning and i always think that he must just be spraying down the driveway to get it wet like that (laughs) yeah the show really doesn't need a host honestly the the bachelor or the bachelorette is the host essentially for most of the show they're running the game yeah well like on the real housewives like andy cohen does watch what happens live which is essentially after the final rose Mm -hmm. and or he does like after shows with them i don't know but um he's not in the show with the real housewives and it'd be weird if he was it'd be a it'd be a worse show than it already is it'd be worse it's also really, again, creepy to me that he leaves them notes and says, "Go have sex together." <laughs> he wasn't even in this episode. Like that's how but he little was. He I was mean, there. The shadow of Chris Harrison hung over the fantasy suite episode. Yes, but he <sighs> physically was not present, and it it just yeah he just he just doesn't need to be there. And it's interesting. The note implies that he's going to be looking through a window, going. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Very good children. <laughs> like, my my dream scenario, and I would actively pay money for this in like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe or whatever needs to whatever I need to do to make this happen, but I really, really want to see Jeff Probst and Chris Harrison just swap hosting duties for one episode of Survivor and one episode of The Bachelor. Like because Jeff Probst would be way too hands-on and it'd be very funny, and Chris Harrison would just be like Standing off to a, on the side on an island, <laughs> not narrating enough. Yeah, Jeff would be like, Bachelor, go. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your buffs. I mean, <laughs> stand in attention. <laughs> Hannah has spoken. <laughs> I need to watch Survivor now. Because Jeff Probes narrates everything during the challenges, like constantly. And I would love to see that on The Bachelorette. All right, so Hannah has just. Given a rose to Tyler. Now she's walking back over to the plate to pick up another rose. And it's going to Peter. <laughs> That's... Peter, you got to <laughs> Peter, how does it feel now that you've, you're safe? Now that you know you're safe for next week. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Is Chris Harrison here? 
Not Maybe. anymore. Oh, he yeah. wrote a romance novel. How about he'd be the next bachelor? No, no. Why not? Don't want it. Why don't is, want it. Why Gross. Is, no, no. I'm no. not pitching the idea Kyle, to any execs. Kyle. I'm just saying, why is he still in the game? <laughs> like he obviously was like, oh, please pick me for next season so I can, you know, finally get more airtime than I think he's going up to light. the final rose. I think he's fine. He wrote a romance novel, and it's rose themed. Um, <laughs> upsettingly so. We can have another podcast about books that have come out of The Bachelor, but... Oh, I don't read. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine. Yikes. Um, we'll dig into show. that next week, but let's... Does that you know, bother you? <laughs> it bothers me that you don't read. Um, so yeah, I, I'm trying to think of any other bothers I have. The show doesn't seem to have enough footage, and Chris Harrison does need to be there, and we want him to participate more, but we don't know how. Yeah, that, I'd agree with that. Like, I, I wouldn't mind more Chris Harrison. Like, I want him to feel useful. And I mean, he was very active when Colton jumped that fence. And I want him to be less creepy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think that basically wraps up my thoughts on the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Anti bothers. Yeah, Woo! I don't have one ready to go, so if someone else wants to go first. <laughs> Mine's really stupid. <laughs> I, I, it's fine, go for it. I'm anti-bothered by how The Bachelor brings friends together. That's so, good, yeah. This I'm, is not a show to watch alone. Yeah, I've done it and it's boring. I've crafted while watching this. It's a good craft background show. I'm anti-bothered by crafting, too. Crafting. I love yeah. crafting. So I'm just new to the show. Anti-bother means you're not bothered at all. Not bothered. Not bothered at, at all. all. Okay. Yeah, not even a little bit. <laughs> so my anti-bother. So it's been a, so it's been a busy last few weeks. Everybody, we we haven't been doing the podcast for the last week, few weeks because a few like like Kenzie uh, actually just moved in. Like as we mentioned with me and my other roommates, so there was like Hector with our other roommate moving out, her moving in. Um, just a lot of stuff going on recently, including like it was my birthday a few weeks ago and my anti-bother was I had a, like probably the best birthday of my adult life. I went to work that day because I, I mean, I I was scheduled to work, but also I was like, I didn't even request it off because I didn't want to be alone at my house on my birthday. So then I came home and when I came home, there was like Kenzie and Molly and one of our other friends were setting stuff up in the house for my party. His name's Clinton. Yes, that's our third friend who's <laughs> helping set stuff up. Bought your birthday cake and you were gonna like brush him out. What? Well, I don't want. I don't like to name drop people. I don't know if they're comfortable with that, but he probably would be I fine, bet with, being, fine with, it. with being very. He seems like he has a good heart. His Instagram handle is <laughs> um, no, uh, but yeah. So that was so like they're all setting up and decorating, and then we had friends. Come over and it was really nice. I had a, had a good birthday. Yeah. And at the end, we all screamed the stars born songs. We did sing a lot. So my party was also mostly people from work and then one of my friends from college. Like multiple of my friends from college were supposed to be here, but only one showed up and so I, I felt so scared. I felt very I was very sad. <laughs> And I felt a little bad for him. I should have warned him further in advance that our other friends weren't coming. I always warn people that they're coming into a weird coworker situation. Our work situation is like a cult. So it's, if you're if you're yeah. from the outside, I like our cult. And I love it every day. 
I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Anyway, so we got a uh, bachelorette brings people together. Birthdays bring people together. Kyle, what is your, what's your anti-bother? You know what? Anti-bother that two strong females open the door <laughs> for a man to come in and sit in their podcast. You know, this is the steps we take to a better nation. And, um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you know, you normally our podcast doesn't pass the Bechtel test, or the reverse Bechtel test, as I like to call it, because we're two women and no men are allowed to talk on our podcast before this. <laughs> and you know me. I love you. female voices. You look know, I just you. like hearing yeah. your ideas. I guess in order Woman for power. it to pass that. the anti-Bechtel test, you would have to have another man, and you guys would have to have a conversation, not about women, which would be pretty hard for the Bachelorette. Oh, we can talk about that. <laughs> be a little bit difficult. We could have an entire Obother podcast about the Bechtel test. Because we should. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. I think it's weird. There, I think there are better rubrics to measure, you know, is a, is a movie good for women or not? I think... You know, the converse, like the problem with movies and having conversations like between two women about something that isn't men is very strange because that's like, if it, if it doesn't matter to the story, why would they be talking about it? <laughs> you know, I think it's important for, you know what, this is for another podcast. Yeah, we'll just talk I'm about this tired. another turn. It's bedtime. Whoa, yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm just getting warmed up though. Let's let's no! <laughs> let's wrap this bad boy up. Okay, so everybody, my name is Casey. My name's Kenzie. And we'd like to thank our guest Kyle for being here. Oh, ladies, it's been a pleasure. Snaps thank for you. Kyle. Wow. Did a great job. Yeah. Appreciate it. Anyway, thanks everybody. We'll be back for another one. Woo-hoo. Do you guys validate? Bye.